Scripture reading today is from the book of Exodus, reading verses 1 to 7 from the 17th chapter. From the wilderness of Sin, lying between Elam and Mount Sinai, the whole congregation of the Israelites journeyed by stages as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. The people quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. Moses said to them, why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water, and the people complained against Moses and said, Why did you bring us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and livestock with thirst? So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do for these people? They are almost ready to stone me. The Lord said to Moses, Go on ahead of the people, and take some of the elders of Israel with you. Take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile and go. I will be standing there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock and water will come out of it so that the people may drink. Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. He called the place Massah, meaning test, and Meribah, meaning quarrel because the Israelites quarreled and tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Holy wisdom, holy word. Thanks be to God. Here we are again, gathered for a time of worship reflect on the ways in which the Spirit of God is moving in our midst. I'm joyful for this day, this opportunity just to still my heart and to still my mind and to reflect on, on where we are as the people of God and how we're journeying forward and inspiring others through the worship and the ministry and the care that we offer to one another. I'm thankful for this time as it takes me away from some of those duties of, that I seem to be doing a lot lately, and that's dealing with snow. In the late February and early March days, we seem we've had more snow falling in our midst than, than the previous months of winter. I guess Mother Nature wants us to remember that we are still in the season of winter and spring isn't quite here, but we hold on to that eternal hope that spring is coming and the snow will disappear and then new life will emerge. But we have to deal with the snow that's in our midst. I remember one time hearing from Saskatchewan farmers that every snow is a good snowfall because what it does is that it puts moisture in the ground. And we know that in our area here that over the past few summers, we've dealt with some severe drought-like conditions that very little rainfall has happened that wells have gone dry. And we wondered if we were going to have water to sustain our homes and our livelihoods and to water our gardens. So this snowfall that we've been enjoying, or dealing with, I guess, is putting some moisture in the ground that we hope that will, will continue to feed the underground water sources that is so necessary for our lives, for our daily living. Springs of water that nourish creation, 
and nourish us. Water is one of those things that comes into our midst in a variety of ways. Like I mentioned, it comes in the form of snow. It comes in the form of fog. It comes in the form of ice. And when we put water into a kettle and set it under a source of heat, then steam is created. And each of those aspects in which water appears has its benefits, has its purpose. A hot bottle of steam, and if we put a tea bag into it, it creates a very enjoyable drink. Or we mix it with something else that, that when we swallow it and enjoy it, it warms our insides. It's also necessary for boiled water to, to cook some of our vegetables and some of our meals. Snow comes and lays on the ground, and gradually we hope that the sun will melt it and seep into the ground gradually, rather than when it comes as a heavy downpour and it typically runs off into streams. And even if it does run into streams, it helps to nourish and provide sustenance for, for the fish and those things that live in the water and increases the, the levels of our rivers. And even if it comes in the form of fog, have you ever listened on a quiet night, the sound of fog? There is sound. It's the fog that is, is being caught on the branches of trees that surround us. And you can hear the dripping and dripping of the water that falls upon the face of creation and it nourishes it and moistens the earth so that all those plants that are there can receive some, some nourishment. Every time that we turn on a tap, and enjoy a drink of water, we realize how important it is for us. And sometimes we don't recognize how important it is until we don't have it. It's like when our power goes out, our well doesn't run. So we save some water on the side just in case of emergencies. Water is essential for life. Water is essential for our life. And I think that's why water has become such a, a deep, rich, spiritual image as well. And throughout the readings of our scriptures, from the beginning to, to the very end, uh, water is a theme that runs through, like a stream, runs through our scriptures and reminds us of the ways in which, which God is moving in our midst. And the story we heard today from the book of Exodus was a time when the people of Israel were, were being challenged and were, were finding it difficult to journey forward into living out the promise that God had offered to them. The promise of journeying with them to a land that was flowing with milk and honey. A place where they could regain a semblance of the life that God had promised to their, their ancestors. And in that wilderness time, People were thirsty. They were looking for something to nourish their bodies and that they blamed and quarreled with Moses that, that why did you bring us here? Why did you bring us to this place so that we and our children would die from thirst? They questioned the motivation of what God had promised them. And the one they came to with all their quarrels and their arguments 
and their frustrations was Moses. But Moses continued to, to share with them the vision of God's love for them. God told Moses, he said, go to this place and take the people with you. And at this place, I want you to take that rod, that staff that, that I gave to you, a staff to lean on in times of support, the staff to hold on to, to, to command great things in my name. I want you to take that staff and go to this place and strike a rock. From that rock, a fount of water will appear. And those that were thirsty will be quenched. New life will emerge from rock. It seems like an almost impossible thing, but, but we know that through God, all things are possible. So Moses trusted God at that moment, and the people followed him. And they came to that place, and Moses struck that rock. And from that well came the joy of water. And the people drank, and the people were, had their thirst quenched, and their new life was revived. That image of water for us is a mindful way for us to think about the ways in which God feeds us and nourishes our spirits. It may not be with the sight of water or the drinking of water, but it's how do we feed others and how do we feed their spirits? That's an important question for us to ask ourselves as people who are engaged in ministry with others and in ministry with God. How do we feed and nourish the spirits of others? Is it through our times of worship together? The singing of our hymns? The sharing of our time? The gifting of our talents? And just being people of love, of hope, of nurturing, of compassion, of care. Through those acts that we offer to others through our time of being in a community of faith can, can help people feel better, can nourish their spirits in ways that we may never really truly understand. We may not be able to lead them to a barren place that is filled with rocks and strike it with a rod and let a water spring forth. But we still have that capability letting life be nourished in others through what we do and what we say. A challenge for us to think about, not just in our times of faith and our times of community and worship together, but in our individual times of reflection, is to think about what nourishes our spirits. Each time that we take a glass of water, I'd like us to think about and reflect on what does my spirit need to flourish? What makes my life of faith more rich? Who might be that source who feeds me? And to whom may I be that source of life for others? essential to life. Water as nourishment is a spiritual time for us. 
It's a spiritual image for us. May we embrace the gift of the ways in which God moves in our midst, guiding us and leading us, nourishing and being nourished. <laughs>